Are you looking for freedom? Freedom from the daily grind and hustle? Or just finding a way to live the life you always wanted? Then join us on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Our host, Mike Ayala, will help you discover new ways to find freedom with tips, insights, and interviews. You'll learn the exact systems he's used to travel the world and live his best life. True success and happiness are all about freedom. And here's your roadmap on how to find freedom on your own terms. Welcome to the Investing for Freedom podcast. Here's your host, Mike Ayala. Thank you for joining me on the Investing for Freedom podcast. On a recent episode, I was discussing the concept of being content, yet not being satisfied. And, you know, as I've thought more about this and go through conversations, one of the things that I see over and over and over, it's human nature for us to want something different than what we currently have. And this is part of what I was saying with, you know, we could not be satisfied with where we're at in life or, you know, the current amount of money that we're making, et cetera, and still be content. But one of the things that I see, not only myself wrestling with, but so many people that I get into conversations with, is that we're always looking for something better. We have a good business, yet we don't want to work as much as we're working. We're working 40 or 50 or 60 hours a week in our business, and we would love to just have more real estate investment because it's so much easier. And yes, as we get, I was I was at a GoBundance event the other day, and one of the guys was talking about how you know, as when he had one or two or three short-term rentals, it was manageable. But then when he got to seven, his literal uh, statement was like WTF. And he didn't say it that way. He said, you know, what the, what the, what the F. Um, And it's just such a valid point because we think that real estate is so easy. And I've said this so many times, real estate is like employees, like one to 10 is really challenging and one to three might be somewhat easy because you're excited you're just getting going and you can kind of handle it but once you start getting past that like three to to ten it's really really challenging and it's the same with employees the first couple employees is exciting you know they're you're with them every day like you're really getting into it but then as you get to like four and five and six and seven and you have all these employees reporting to you it's really challenging but once you get to like 10 rentals or 10 employees now you can like And by the way, that's not a magic number, but now you can put like some management in place and and hire a property manager and they'll actually pay attention to you because you have 10 properties instead of just one or two. Bringing it back to the concept that I'm talking about, we're always wanting to get away from the current situation that we're in. And, And, you know, this is cliche, but there's the saying, the grass is always greener on the other side. And I wanna just pose uh, the question or the conversation, you know, what do you currently have in your life that you're like trying to run from or trying to get away from, or you're trying to move towards something because you think it's going to be so much easier when in reality on the other side of that, it may be just as challenging. And I'm not saying that, you know, we shouldn't try to better ourselves or that we shouldn't try to uh, develop passive income through other income streams, whether it be real estate or, you know, buying businesses or starting a coaching company or launching a course, we should do that. But also, I think so many times we're deceived in the fact that we think the grass is always going to be greener on the other side. And I found a Harvard business article a while back, um, and it was talking about, uh, it was called the 10th commandment in the world of business. 
And what's interesting is it's like, you know, Exodus 20, 17 says, you shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his male servant or his female servant or his ox or his donkey or anything else that is your neighbor's. And it's funny that, you know, God knows us so well um, that we're going to envy. It's going to be really challenging for us to just be, again, content with what we have. And it doesn't I do believe that we should have more. I do believe that we should earn more and be able to give more because, you know, I don't know anybody that had zero in their bank account that was able to give more. But if you've got an extra 100K or a million dollars or whatever sitting, the most giving people that I know are very, very successful people. And so I'm not saying that we should just be satisfied with what we have, but I think we have to be really careful with balancing thinking that, you know, somebody else has a better life than us or um, being envious when, when again, our neighbor is successful and we're not there yet. Or when somebody has a successful launch in their program and yours is not going so well, or even just thinking, man, if I could, you know, have the portfolio that Mike has and the businesses that Mike has and, oh, you know, look at him and Kara get to travel. Well, you can have all of that, but the reality is, it's, it's really, I think the first step, and this is why there's so much conversation today in the world about being, you know, spending time in gratitude. What are you thankful for? Because it's really, that's where being content comes into it. It doesn't mean that we're satisfied, um, you know, with where we're at financially or our business or the amount of clients that we have. It doesn't have to be that way. But what it does mean is that we're content and we're gracious. We're full of gratitude on what we have. And so that's what I'm really talking about. Um, we shouldn't be envying somebody else's position. And just like even Exodus 20, 17 says, you know, coveting your neighbor's house or his donkey or, or anything that is his neighbor's. I love that so much. And this is interesting. Um, C.S. Lewis, uh, he took note of the particular frustration that God has to experience with us as he sees our discontent with his provision. And this is the thing that I keep getting at. You don't have to be satisfied to be content we have to get content. And here's what um, C.S. Lewis said. He has provided a rich, beautiful world for people to live in. He has given them intelligence to show them how it could be used and conscience to show them how it ought to be used. He has contrived that the things they need for their biological life, food, drink, rest, sleep, exercise, should be positively delightful to them. And having done all of this, he sees all his plans spoiled by the crookedness of the people themselves. All the things he has given them to be happy with, they turned into occasions for quarreling and jealousy and excess and hoarding and tomfoolery. This is what I'm really getting at when I talk about, you know, being content, being happy while not being satisfied. Um, what, I love the Mas, uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And when he talks about this, we can learn a lot from this. Maslow suggested that humans are motivated to satisfy different types of needs in different stages of life. He specified the following from lower order needs to higher order needs. And this is what the Harvard Business um, Journal was talking about. Survival, psychological needs, safety and security needs, relationship and belongingness needs, esteem needs, and then self-actualization. And this is, when we really take inventory of this, and again, I've said, shared this so many times. If you're thinking about launching a business or buying businesses or going into real estate or whatever, I, I constantly come back to Maslow's hierarchy of needs because at the bottom of that is the, you know, the basic survival and psychological needs, safety and security. The more we can lean into this, 
food, water, shelter, et cetera. These are the types of businesses that I want to buy. HVAC companies, the mobile home park spaces that we're interested, not interested, that we're invested in. I am interested in them as well. Um, but when I look at business, I'm looking at things that people need. And really, it just comes back to Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And so let me pull this together for you because it's really easy for all of us to get into that zone of like, as the Bible says, coveting our neighbor's wife, donkey, ass, whatever, vehicle, Tesla, whatever it is, it's because we're not content. And again, you don't have to be satisfied to be content. I'm happy with my wife, my marriage, my children, my life. Do I want to make more money? Yes. And one of the the biggest conversations that I've um, been noticing lately, I was on a call last week in the Wellspring with um, that Pete Vargas puts on. It's a mastermind that we're in. And, and David Green, the founder of Hobby Lobby, was on there. And, and you know, he was talking about this. Um, just the, the, more we, the more we earn, the more we build, the more we're able to give back. And so, yes, I am not satisfied with the amount of money that I'm making, but I can tell you that I am content for the most part. We all have our days. And this is the challenge. None of us are perfect at this, but navigating through it, we have to learn to be content while not being satisfied. And so I would again ask you, uh, and I mentioned this early on, what are the areas that you're looking to get away from in your life when really maybe you shouldn't be looking to get away from it? Maybe it's about finding a who to free up some of your time so you can do other things. Uh, maybe it's finding uh, better clients and eliminating, you know, some of the underperforming clients so that you don't, if you can't handle a hundred clients and you have a hundred clients, then maybe you should eliminate, you know, 20 or 30% of them and keep your highest uh, producing accounts, if you will. And so anyway, I don't want to get in the weeds on this, but maybe it's a conversation instead of just fully getting, getting away from, maybe it's your W2 job. Maybe you don't actually hate your W-2 job. Maybe you're just looking at it in the wrong perspective and you're thinking that, you know, maybe you own a couple rentals and you're like, man, these rentals are so easy. And, and if I could just go into that full time, my life would be so much better. When in reality, the amount of money that it takes to replace your income is pretty challenging. And maybe you don't hate your job. Maybe it's just a change in perspective. Maybe you're just not content in your life as a whole. And so therefore the fact that you're not satisfied in the amount of passive income that you're making and you're not content, that really you feel like you need to get away from that W-2 job. And maybe that's not really the problem. I'm not saying that you shouldn't leave your W-2 job either. I'm just saying that you should take inventory and really do some thinking around this, especially in the economy that we're in right now. There's gonna be some great opportunities for buying businesses and there's gonna be some great opportunities for real estate but also the more cash that you can be making and storing up. And by the way, I don't know if this is any more important in the coming months than it's ever been. The more cash we can make, the more opportunities we have to buy more, you know, cash flowing assets, if you will. And so that'll never change for me. Um, but what might be more important going into seasons and, and opportunities like we're coming into is having that cash flow coming in from your business or from your W-2 job so that you have more reserves because financing might be more challenging. And so you might need more cash going into it. And, you know, so many people are thinking, well, if I just didn't have my job, I could spend more time looking for properties. Well, that's true. But the reality is if you didn't have that job, you might have not have the cash that you currently have in order to deploy that too. So here's what I'm really saying. 
are you not content and not satisfied? That's a bad place to be. And I see and talk to so many people that think that if they could just get away from their job, if they could just get away from their business, if they could start a different business, if they could leave their career and buy a business, or if they could leave their career and buy some investment properties, it's all the same. I know so many people that are trying to get out of their real estate business and get into something different because it's human nature. And this is why God said, don't covet thy neighbor's wife, thy neighbor's ass, thy neighbor's ox, thy neighbor's house, thy neighbor's car. This is why, because God knows our nature and we need to just learn to be content while not being satisfied. So I hope that helps you. And by the way, if you are looking for passive income opportunities, truly passive income opportunities, um, we have an investment fund right now. It's a debt fund. It's short term, which is perfect for times like what we're in right now, where you you know there's a lot of uncertainty out there. And so we've got a, a debt fund that we use for, uh, it's a 12% return for one year. We're utilizing it to buy mobile homes themselves. Uh, they're secured by the, the notes are secured by the homes. They're also secured by the communities that are buying these homes. And um, it's just a great opportunity. And the reason why we're paying these types of returns is because we have a lot of homes to set. We have a lot of demand for affordable housing. And we have a credit facility on the back end that we can utilize to refinance these homes once they're set, but not until then. And so these notes are being utilized um, to buy these homes. If you're interested, text the word DEALS to 480-531-7519 and we'll get you some information. We can jump on a call and talk about the investment opportunity. We'd love to hear from you. Go out there and make it great. If you found value in this episode and you know someone who's wanting to start or move further along in their journey toward investing for freedom, I would be forever grateful if you would share this show with them and help me get this message out to more listeners. Also, if you enjoy what you've heard, I would appreciate it if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. And until the next episode, cheers to moving further along in your journey of investing for freedom.